Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast today. Thank you so much for joining me uh, for my October 20th broadcast. I pray you all are having a blessed week. Um, This is Prophetic Podcast with Jeannie and I'm going to kind of piggyback on my podcast last week talking about the whys in life where we have those times where we just ask the Lord why. We, We say, why did I have to go through this? Why did things have to happen and unfold the way that they did, etc.? And I kind of want to piggyback on that today. Um, just speaking on not just the whys, but just, you know, going through the motions and, and pushing through disappointments and walking by faith, not by sight, which is something that I've had to do a lot in my life is pushing through what things look like, pushing through what I see in the natural in order to uh march forward and reach out for those things that are ahead and reach out for the promises of God Um, and fixing our our eyes on him is what's important and so let me say a quick prayer before I go any further Heavenly Father in Jesus name I invite you to this uh, podcast today God I ask that you anoint my lips I ask Father that you speak to those that come on God that the message will strengthen all of us Father God that it will um, give us encouragement and hope Um, On this day, Lord, I thank you for your will being done through me today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So, continuing on with that, um, you know, a lot of times we are looking in different directions for help or for hope. You know, I've done it too in my past where you're looking outward, you're looking inward, but you're not looking upward. And when we don't look upward, that is where we fall. And I'm going to read out of... um, Hebrews 12, verse 2 today. I'm going to read the English Standard Version that says, Looking to Jesus, the founder, in other translations, says the author and perfecter of our faith. Sorry for the barking in the background. The author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So I'm going to read that again because of the barking. Okay. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, or looking up to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Are you going through situations right now where you have to endure in order to make it through? Well, that's what Jesus did. And what kept him going was the joy set before him, was the joy of knowing that that sacrifice, um, the Gethsemane, that that act, even though it was very difficult to go through, even though the process was horrifying and daunting, because of the joy set before him, because of the things that he looked forward to, namely the salvation of souls, namely his children being able to access him and access uh, heaven through him, Looking at that instead of looking at the process and looking at the pain and looking at what he had to endure and the torture, that is what gave him hope. That is what kept him going forward. That is what he set before him because it says, for the joy set before him. He set it before him. He kept it in the forefront of his mind. He kept going back to that thought, the end result. And so we have to also as Christians, as people of faith, when we're going through the pain, we're going through the trials, we're going through the struggles, the, the daunting processes that we each go through in our own way, individually, what's going to keep you on that path, what's going to keep it going, us going is 
keeping the joy set before us, whatever that means for you and I. You know, for you, that might mean, okay, you're going to have the college degree, push through this, and, and the end result is finally you have that degree, you have the diploma, you have that certificate. And that's the joy that you set before you. That is what you have to put in the forefront of your mind so that you can endure, so that you can push through this. For someone else, it might be, you know, being able to, um, let me think, what else could be a situation that you, you place before you? It can even just be the ending of a situation. It could be a battle that you've been in. It could be a legal battle that you've been in. And what keeps you going is going to be the thought of when this is over, <laughs> when finally the victory comes and finally I'm on the other side of this, I'm going to have this, or I'm going to finally be with this family member, I'm going to finally have the settlement, or I'm going to finally have the medical bills paid, whatever that is. You know, there's so many different situations that each of us go through. And what's going to keep you going is keeping that joy set before you, keeping the end, keeping the promises of God, keeping the end result in the forefront of your mind, because that's when it, what's going to keep you going. Hallelujah. And the Lord's bringing to me a scripture I'm going to look up right now. One moment, this is important. Um, one second. This is going to speak to what I'm speaking on now, and it's going to speak to you all. Okay, I'm looking at it in the tablet. <laughs> one moment. <clears throat> okay, so this all ties together. So I'm going to read out of uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1. Okay, verse 18. If you want to write this down, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. This charge I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. I was talking to a sister in Christ about this just last week, how we were speaking on prophecies, okay? And could be prophecies that we receive from others words that we receive from others or it could be what god spoke to us ourselves um because you know i've had quite a few things that the lord spoke to me my you know to me directly in my spirit um in prayer and, and made promises to me and those are prophecies whatever promise god makes to you <clears throat> just like when he promised abraham that i will make your descendants your descendants as um as numerous as the sea on the shore or as a grain on the sand something like that i can't remember now <laughs> i apologize but something of that nature he said i will i will do this for you he made that promise that promise is a prophecy that's a prophecy so whatever promise that the lord makes to us individually is our personal prophecy so i'm going to read this again it says this charge i entrust to you timothy my child in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you that by them you may wage the good warfare so whatever promises that the lord gave to you you are to wage the good warfare in order to see them come into fruition. You're to push forward. You're to, like Jesus, for the joy set before you, to set that in the forefront of your mind. Because like a soldier, like a warrior, you have to push through everything. Because if you want to get to that place, if you want to get to the promise, you have to push through the process. I'm going to say that again. If you want to get to your promise, you have to push through the process. You cannot abort the process. You cannot avoid the process. You cannot avoid the pain. You cannot avoid the suffering at times. You cannot avoid the, the struggles and the lessons that you have to learn. Because guess what? The Lord is not only concerned about giving us the things He promised. 
He's a good father. He wants to give us those things. He wants to give us those gifts. But he is very concerned with our character. He is very concerned with our patience. He's very concerned with who we are as individuals. Because he wants us to get to the promise being in good heart, in good mind, in good character, having a right heart with him. Because it's useless, people of God, it's useless to get to the promise and our hearts are defiled, our hearts aren't right. We haven't endured, we haven't learned to have patience. We haven't learned to be thankful for what we have. And let me tell you, God's speaking to me right now. (laughs) He is speaking to me. Because I was struggling with that today too. I was struggling with, you know, you hear these promises from God. You hear, you get confirmation. It's like, where is the promise, Lord? Where is the fruition? Where is it, Lord? And at times, like I was speaking to my sister in Christ last week. Yeah, at times you get tired of hearing it. You get tired of hearing, God's going to do this. The breakthrough's coming, this and that. And you're like, seriously, I'm tired. I want to see something. (laughs) But that is where walking by faith comes in we are to walk by faith not by sight because everything we see in the natural came from something unseen and there's a scripture that says that as well I'm going to look it up too I'm really good at remembering scriptures but not where it's at unfortunately I'm working on that I am working on that I believe it's Hebrews 11.1 is that what it is Lord? Hebrews 11.1 yes that one I remembered so yes, Hebrews 11.1. 1. I remember that one. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, so it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is the substance. What is substance? Substance. Substance is like a thing. It's like, um, let me look at the definition because I feel to, to look that up too. Substance. See, I'm just, I'm just, Going with the flow today, guys. So the definition of substance is that which has mass. Okay, I'm like messing with my hands like that right now. Like my hands right here. This is a substance of things not seen. That which has a mass and occupies space. Matter. A material of a particular kind or constitution. So basically substance is uh, something that we see. Something that we we can touch, we can observe, we can, you know, like that, that material, that physical matter, that the, even just the matter that you can see in a, in a, what do you call it, the microscope, it's something that is there, it's a substance, it's there, but like the scripture says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, so that mass, those cells under the microscopes are the evidence of things not seen because what is not seen is what created what is seen. Amen? And so in the same way, getting to the promise or, or seeing the answered prayer, because remember, answered prayer is a substance. It is a matter. It is, it is a physical evidence of what is not seen, i.e. your prayers. So you pray things, you believe, you push through, you stand on the word of God, you, you declare decree, and then at the right time, God answers and it comes into fruition and there is the substance. There is that evidence of the prayers. The evidence of what was not seen is now seen. And in another version here, it says, um, in the New Living Translation, it says, faith shows the reality. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for 
It is the evidence of things we cannot see. That's a good one too. Let me look at another version. The New American Standard Bible says, Now faith is a certainty. Faith is a certainty of things hoped for. A proof of things not seen. Amen. Because when those prayers are answered, that's the proof of things that you did not see. Amen. Let me look at another one. (laughs) The Amplified Bible. Now faith is the assurance. In parentheses, it says, Title deed confirmation of things hoped for. Parentheses, divinely guaranteed. And the evidence of things not seen. And in parentheses it says, The conviction of the reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Wow. Faith comprehends as a fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. That's a powerful statement. So faith is understanding and knowing the reality and the fact that things that we experience in the physical are from the things we do not see. And knowing the fact that God hears our prayers, knowing the fact and reality that God's word is true, that is faith. And so I want to encourage you all today to hold on and to wage the good warfare concerning your life, concerning those things that God promised to you. And, you know, some of you might think, well, how do I know what God promised to me? How do I know when he promises something or when he speaks something to my heart? Well, for those of you that are asking that, it a lot of times it's just a knowing, a settling in your spirit. It's just a knowing in your heart that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I just know. I just have that knowing that this is a path that I'm going to take. And, it, you know, God's going to do this or that for me. Sometimes it's not just, you know, you, you hearing his voice audibly. No. You know, I barely ever hear the Lord's voice audibly for myself. For me, it's usually a settling in my spirit. It's um, mental image or what do you call a vision (laughs) or mental image. Or it could just be confirmation. It's just that knowing and that settling in your spirit. A lot of times, he'll just speak to you in that way. So I want to encourage you, you don't have to have a a big... uh, encounter where you hear the voice of God no it's not always like that at all Um, and the Bible even says that he speaks in a still small voice so remember that as one I want to say a prayer for you right now whoever's here Heavenly Father I just thank you for this message God I thank you for your word today Lord God I pray that this encourage your people and Lord may you strengthen them today Lord I pray for strength upon them right now those that have been tired and weary of fighting the good fight God I pray for renewed strength God I pray for renewed passion and zeal for the things of God and for the things that you've called them to do Lord God and I pray for those that are wondering how do I hear the voice of God how do I get to know his voice and what he's saying to me and how he speaks to me I feel the Lord is saying to start with his word start with his word because that as you read his word you get to know the truth and you get to know his voice and you get to know who he is his heart so start with his word reading uh, as much as you can every day and of course prayer word and prayer the word accompanied with prayer and then of course worship Um, worship is simply just it's a form of um how do you say It's a form of loving the Lord and thanking Him and adoration, adoration. And it can come in the form of singing. It can be in the form of dancing. It can be in the form of just, you know, even soaking. Soaking is just listening to, maybe you listen to a worship song and you're just sitting in His presence. 
Um, so you can worship in any of those ways. The ways that I worship is singing, playing sometimes the piano, um, dancing with a, a dance feel, um, things like that. It just really depends. But it can be in, in your own way with the Lord. Um, to cultivate that worship so father i thank you for that right now for those who have these different questions lord that you're giving them more knowledge wisdom understanding of your word and who you are and how you speak to them individually god and the father you're you're heightening their their discernment you're heightening their awareness of you god you're you're increasing their knowledge uh, of you father and who you are to them as well individually god because you are you are god that's very personal I want to let you know God is a God that's very personal with you. And he loves you. And he has a plan just for you. Amen. So thank you, Lord, for this. And I seal these prayers um, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So God bless you. I pray that this uh, encouraged you. Um, and I always say this. If you ever want to contact me, ask me any question, or if you need prayer, or if you have you know, something that you'd like me to speak on, Feel free to uh, go to the website where you can contact me, musicbygenie.com, or you can just shoot me an email if you want to do that directly to musicbygenie at gmail.com. Um, that's what I use right now. I also have a healing and deliverance ministry. Um, if you want to sign up, if you want to schedule that, if you feel like you need deeper healing, you need inner healing, you need a deliverance from things, you've gone through a lot of things and you feel that would benefit you, you can email me at healing deliverance sessions with the S in the end, healing deliverance sessions at gmail.com. All right, God bless you guys and I will be back next week. Have a great night.